It wasn't until I went to Emma's I started looking at art in a totally different way. I love things that I discover and uncover. I love to find a hidden thing behind it. When I turned 60, we went down to Muckross House down in Killarney. I got him for half price because I remember telling him, I'm 60 today, I'm due half price. <laughs> so anyway, I'm standing waiting on my ticket and I looked at the desk we were at and it was solid wood. I looked at it and I saw the shape of a monk in the wood. And then it was only the grain, that's all it was. And then I saw other things in it. And I started pointing them out to Eddie and I didn't realize the man behind me was looking at it. And he says, keep going, keep going. You're doing great. I see everything you see. They weren't obvious because it was the wood taking on certain shapes in my eyes. Maybe I'm starting to look at things like the artist might be looking at them. Rosaline Murphy's creative eye has been encouraged and developed ever since she joined Studio 10 at the Irish Museum of Modern Art. Studio 10 is a weekly programme of art making, gallery tours and deep discussions about contemporary art. I used to walk through a gallery saying, I don't like that, I don't like that, or I like that. Couldn't tell you why I liked it, couldn't tell you why I didn't like it. But I'm now looking at pictures in a totally different way. I sit and I'll try and figure out what the artist is thinking of. I'm not looking at pictures, I'm looking into pictures. That deeper connection with the artwork is complemented by insights into the artist's life and their motivations, shared by staff from IMA's visitor engagement team, many of whom have met the artists themselves. Helen O'Donoghue is Head of Engagement and Learning at IMA. There's been so many studies of how long people spend in front of artworks. If it doesn't reveal itself immediately, they might say, oh, that's a lovely colour, or they may say something quite arbitrary and pass on. So what the Studio 10 programme does is by repeatedly coming back to revisit art, maybe the same artwork or artwork by the same artist or artworks generically drawn together under similar themes. It's almost like peeling back what the artwork can reveal over time. And you don't have to like the artwork. But in trying to understand it, it might provoke us to reflect on our own interpretation of the world, asking ourselves, why is it that we don't like it? It was like a line of matches right around the walls, and the walls were white and the matches had black tips where they were burnt. I thought, what a waste of a match. Rosaline remembers one exhibit that she didn't think much of on first glance. It's, it's not something you can carry on somewhere else. If you want to install something like that, you have to spend all the matches again and spend all that time again. But when she told us and explained to us that each batch was burnt separately to a certain degree, I thought, that's not a waste of anything. That's somebody with a great head on their shoulders who was able to do all that. The time and the effort and the thought and the measurements put into how much a match should burn, it was... I, I can't tell you, it was just amazing. I personally wouldn't do it. I'd be thinking of the waste of my matches because when I was growing up, <laughs> my father used to say, is the, ga- is the game worth the candle? So I'd be thinking, is the matches, <laughs> is the art worth the matches? You know? But I could still see why he'd done it. The artist makes an artwork. They bring it out of their studio. You know, we show it in a gallery. And then the, then the meaning starts to accrue itself to the artwork because everybody who comes to the artwork adds more meaning 
onto what the artist has created in the first place. So the artwork is in a way in a conversation with the many people that engage with it. I'd stand longer looking at things and I can see different things. For Jean Brady, what surprised her most is how an artwork really comes to life when you have others to look at it with. It's amazing. We say, I see, say, oh, I can see a, a lady's body there. Can you see that there? And somebody else would say, no, I see a dog. And everybody sees something different. Now, sometimes some people see the same thing. But it, it does be gas, like, you know, we don't have a bit of fun. It's that sense of openness and fun that gives you the confidence to share your interest. Since retirement, Brian McCoy has some more time and space for immersing himself in art. People have come into the art gallery and walked out again, you know, tourists or whatever, and I'd be still looking at the painting. Brian has found his tribe at Imma, new friends who also long to look deep into art, debating the brush strokes, the structure, the intention. You're meeting people that have the same interests that you have. They do, a lot of them, they're very, very good artists. You know what I mean? And you, you learn something every week. Photograph it in here, you'll see it. That's Ackle. Do you remember the time we went with trees as well? No, I don't That's Ackle. That's all the group that, when we went to Ackle. Jean Brady is at home in her cosy sitting room with her daughter. Jean has been involved with Emma for almost 30 years, beginning when her active retirement group was approached by Helen O'Donoghue and invited along to the museum. Oh, some photographs there, ma'am. Just look at me, um, perm. No, I'm not looking at the perm. Jean is balancing a huge photo album on her lap. Each picture captures a moment from her adventures with Emma, trips away, exhibitions she attended, friends she made. And John did a pair of trousers. Oh, upside down. <laughs> um, this is my daughter, Celine, and we're just looking through some of the, the pictures, some some of the work I did. Mm-hmm. I have to say, that was a good idea with the, when you gave the bowl and you did the pottery and the pottery thing. Yeah. Was it ever- Pinned into the album here and there are photos of the many artworks made by Jean herself. I like to make things that sort of mean something to me. I think as you get older... Things are important that you did years ago because you know you're not going to last forever. So it's nice to talk even to me grandchildren about things we did years ago, you know. Oh, there you are painting the Kamehameha. Yeah. On the canvas, there is a house depicted in bold lines and muted colours. Well, this is the first house I lived in. That was me sitting on the steps with Jenny in my arms. And you can see one leg only. My other leg is underneath me, in case people thought I was only I had one leg. The other leg is underneath me brown skirt. And then when the neighbours would come down, they'd sit on the windows and we'd have a cup of tea and I'd bring out blackwood and jam on crackers. What about the one that's in that, that you like, that it's... Um, I like the one where you're actually working. On the, on the car. On the car. No, wait, no, wait, no. Yeah, that's it there, that's but there's a, a bigger yeah, one. But it's a bigger picture yeah. of it. Jean's car is a huge 3D model, a vintage car she crafted carefully in clay. Now, Celine, give me something to put on my lap. One of them black pages so I can put the, the car up on my lap. It is an elegant car, black with a hint of bronze shining through. It has a long bonnet and beautifully rounded mudguards sweeping up over the large wheels with their silver hubcaps. 
This is a Dodge, a car my daddy had years ago. And I remember the trips to Cork, Dollymount Beach, the Phoenix Park, all the hurling sticks and the balls and all in the boot. I was a real tomboy growing up with five brothers. <laughs> my dad taught me ma how to drive in this. And we were all standing on these little running boards. And we kept saying to me, ma'am, ma'am, don't go, don't go fast, don't go fast, ma'am, we'll fall off. Now, it was in Dollymount, so we were on the sand. He got great fun out of it, you know, as kids. <laughs> we had to make a whole big model of a first. When that was made, then we had to put the clay and all in to get the shape so that that's hollow, but it's real thick. Here you see. The level of detail is astonishing. The car even has passengers. I cut the photographs out of the children, of my five brothers and myself, and I put them all in on the back window, and it looks as if they're all just looking out. And mum and dad are in the front, where they always were. You used to think I'd never get into the museum to sit down and do another bit, and I'd say, well, now I'm after doing the lights today, or I did a wheel today, and I could have stayed there longer doing it, you know, that's the way I felt. Jean was lost in creativity, immersed in the act of bringing something from her imagination into reality. Helen O'Donoghue, Head of Engagement and Learning at IMA, sees this as a vital part of art making. You know, when people get into the flow of making, they forget all the mechanics of it. And the body and the eye and your cognition and your whole self is so embodied in what you're doing that the work that you produce or the drawing you make or the marks you, you know, assemble on the page all become part of who you are and how you understand what you're looking at. I think in engaging our imagination and our curiosity and our playfulness, I think we are engaging our younger selves. You can enter spaces that are really magical and, you know, they're not rational because they bring you into a space to imagine something that's beyond your expectations. Engagement with the Irish Museum of Modern Art can take many forms. You could begin by delving through the artwork collection on the IMA website, watch a slow-looking art video or book into a talk with a museum curator. Who knows, you may be inspired to pull out the pens, paper, paints, scissors, glue. We are only limited by our imagination. Nobody's standing over us to say not to tear papers and let them fall on the floor and not to do this colour with that colour. I come out feeling like a woman, a person, me, but I've been so long, so many years, just a wife, a mother and a grandmother, and I've lost me somewhere in there. And that brings me back to me.